You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commander's Beat reporter Craig Hoffman. Welcome in to Take Command. I'm Craig Hoffman, former beat reporter for the Washington Commanders, pre- and post-game host on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980. That's Logan Paulson, played 10 years tight end in the NFL, analyst for the Commanders as well. And uh, first and foremost, I appreciate everybody hanging out and sticking with us after we missed the pod on Thursday. Unfortunately, um, had a death in the family on my side of things and had to get up to New York quickly for a funeral. So um, some of you listening uh, on Wednesday's show on the Team 980 may have heard me pen what was essentially a goodbye letter to my uncle. um, And he unfortunately did pass away on Wednesday night. So I appreciate everybody who sent well wishes and and all the support from Logan, you and everybody at, at the Odyssey Sports family and letting us get through Thursday without having worry about a pod uh, but very very happy to be back so uh let's talk some ball we got otas to talk about um but first logan before we get into otas and we're gonna get deep into otas um obviously most media is there just on one day logan because of his role with the team and working uh with their media stuff uh gets to get a little bit more access so we will take full advantage of logan's eyes and ears and, and everything that he's able to see out there over the full course of the workouts last week um but the biggest story right now, Logan, and we're going to get a lot deeper into this with some guests coming up. John Kime, Michael Phillips have already said they're going to come on the pod. Um, I think Kime might even come on on Thursday unless his schedule gets messed up. So yeah. uh, obviously everyone can, can look forward to that. But the schedule thing – or sorry, not the schedule thing. The stadium thing has really taken its, its spot atop kind of the storylines of, of everything around this team right now. And it's really interesting to watch because for years – the general consensus was this is the Washington insert old nickname here, then Washington football team now commanders, and they'll be able to get whatever they want. Like eventually DC, Maryland and Virginia are going to fight amongst each other and they're going to be able to get public money. They'll get the, the land that they want. And RFK site was a little bit different within DC because the, the federal government was involved there the way that all works. It's not state land because it's in the district and we as citizens of the district of Columbia have no rights whatsoever to go and control anything about our lives. I say that as a proud citizen of the district of Columbia with no senators and everything. Um, they, that, that site's definitely a little more complicated, but the thought was that between the Landover site, national Harbor, something in, uh, in Loudoun County, um, this, this site that came out last week down in Dumfries or, or Woodbridge or whatever it wound up being, that there would always be something. And, I, and I'd imagine for you as a guy who played for this team, not at a point where like it was peak fandom, early 90s, right? Like, but still, the fan base, and especially around like Robert's year, was so engaged with this team. Yeah. To think that now 
they are at a point where getting public money and, and public support and politicians don't really want to interact with them. Like, I'd imagine that's, that's weird for someone like you who saw it, you know, when you saw it and when you were here as a player. Yeah, I mean, it is weird. I think, you know, like, I forget who it was, a congressman or a senator or mayor, State governor, senator, Virginia, yeah, 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 all those It was kind of like, you know, it, the, the Washington football team or the commanders are no longer like a viable organization. And that's like kind of crazy to hear that kind of rhetoric around the team. I mean, I understand it. I understand um, where that perspective is coming from, you know, not necessarily from the product on the field, but more specifically from all the kind of stuff surrounding the team over the last probably four or five years. So it has been a pretty marked shift, in my opinion, from something like in 2012, where like literally when that team's winning, this fan base is at its best. Everyone's behind the team. And, you know, it's crazy to think about that was 10 years ago now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That was and uh, where the team's at now. So, um, yeah, the fact that they're even talking about it being like not at RFK is wild to me. You know what I mean? Because when they were talking about this when I was on the team and in, in, uh, from 2010 to 2015, in the off season of 2016, it was like RFK all the way. And now that that's not even on the table, they're talking about places that are way far away, way kind of off the beaten path. Like, I know they were talking about putting some out here in uh, Loudoun County and you know, how do you get out here? You know, there's no real big highway getting out here beside 267. And then obviously there, there is public transportation, but you know, you're going to take seven and it's going to accommodate all that kind of traffic. It just, it's a weird spot for the team to be in. I think, and uh, it's sad for the fans and it's sad for the team and, you know, because they definitely need, I don't think this is up for debate, a new facility. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, and and even if it ultimately winds up being Landover 2.0, FedEx Field 2.0, like yeah. they need it can't be FedEx. They can't just like yeah. uh, let's let's repaint and, and hang some new signage and, and stuff. Yeah. Like they need they need to knock it down um, and build and really they would build a new one and then knock the existing one down and, and pave that over for parking. Or if they want to get more stuff out there, because that's the other thing is they want to they're they're like hell bent yeah. on building this mini city. And here's the other thing I'll ask you, and then then we'll get into the OTA stuff. And as I said, we'll get a lot deeper into the story with Kime Phillips yeah. and, and and others uh, over the next couple of weeks here, because this story is developing. This story is far from going anywhere. But uh, one thing that I think you can provide even better than I can is the sheer number of people, like because you interact with so many people as a player. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously now in your role, like you, you probably even interact with more, like how many, when we talk about like building, a, a place that people can work. And then ultimately, like, if you're talking about the Dumfries site, um, or the Woodbridge site, there's, there's only so much housing in that part too, right. that can accommodate like the kind of housing that players want, which I think is interesting. And I would love for you to touch on like, are, do guys like buy houses? Do they, do they rent? Like what kind like, is it like, yeah, fine, whatever. I'll get an apartment. Or they're like, no, I'm a NFL football player with lots of money. I want a big ass house. Yeah. Like, and then you also have, if it's the combined like practice facility and stadium, and this is what I don't think people fully understand is there's a group of people now that work for the commander's organization that work out of FedEx field. And there's another group of people that work out of the park out at, out in Ashburn. And, if you're going to do one of these combo stadium practice facility, whatever mini cities and, and giant 
facility, like a lot of teams have, you're now talking all of those people living probably yeah. fairly close to that facility. Obviously, people there are people that will stay where they are because they have kids and school and all that kind of stuff. But generally speaking, that is a lot of people that you're looking for housing for, restaurants, gyms, all the types yeah. of things that people want when they live somewhere. Yeah, I think with regards to the players specifically, I think there's a desire to want to live in a place that's got stuff going on, you know, like these are 20 something old, old football players are in their you know early thirties. And those guys, they want something to do, whether it's with your kids, mm -hmm. if you've got kids or if you're like a single dude, you know, or even just like with a long time girlfriend, you want something going on. Like, so when I first came here to Ashburn, there was nothing, there was absolutely nothing. And guys would get really, I, I, I was okay with that because I'm like a little bit different speed than most NFL guys, but a lot of guys <laughs> are really frustrated. They're like, if I want to go out. I got to drive to Reston. And it's not like Reston's like this crazy happening spot, you know, or love, type, love or, Reston live there for yeah, five years, yeah. but like folks in Reston will go into DC. Yeah. And so like, and then you got to go into DC and that's like a 45 minute Uber, maybe an hour and you got to pay for the Uber, you get taxi, whatever you're doing. And it just, and guys weren't happy with it. Right. So, um, you know, obviously you see guys kind of now like living in like great falls guys with a lot of money who can kind of be in between, you know? And so going out to Woodbridge, going out to Dumfries, wherever that is, like what is there around there to get guys, especially priority for agents who want to come and play for the team. Right. It's, it's got to mm -hmm. feel like something you want to do and it can't be contrived because you don't want to see the same people at work that you see when you go out. You know what I mean? You want to go and see something new and be in a safe environment. And quite frankly, like most of the teams I played for, they had separate locations. So Chicago, they practice about two hours north of the city and drive into the stadium on game day. Atlanta, same thing. Um, Houston, same thing. Like, uh, no, Houston, you actually, it's a, it's a combined practice facility. It's across the street. Houston's one of the weirdest cities in America. Yeah, they have no weird. zoning laws. There's stuff everywhere. Yeah, and then... Um, and then obviously San Francisco, the practice facility is right outside of the stadium. And so obviously that's like, it's just a weird dynamic. And I kind of liked, honestly, as a player, like living in a different area than the stadium and kind of driving in because it was something different as opposed to just going in on like a Wednesday to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. it, it feel it's just a different feel. So um, I, I think they got a lot of work to do, you know, with this process. And I think it's, I hope it's pretty early stage, you know, because there's a lot of development that still needs to happen. But I think there's a lot to consider if they're if they're trying to go that route. Like I think about some of the best ones. Like think about Jerry World just as a comparison. Like he mm. made that a thing. He made that an event. And like you've been to that stadium, it's yeah. unique. It's like a it's like mm. an amusement park. And so you're not going to do that with this one because I think he said he wants between like fifty and sixty thousand seats or something like that. Not like this Coliseum. Yeah. So again, it just depends. And like it's not like the one in Vegas that they just built because there's no Las Vegas in Woodbridge right. or in Dumfries, you know what I mean? Right. So like, what is the draw? And you say, Oh, we're going to build a casino. Like one casino does not make a draw. You know what I mean? And right. I think that that's something to consider. And that's why this stadium building process is so complicated is because yeah, you can drive a long way. Like the news place out in LA, you got to drive a little bit to get there from LA, but it's in LA. You know what I mean? There's other stuff to do there. Even if, you know, like you can go see a show and pop up to the game. And are you going to drive an hour and a half from DC to, you know, wherever Woodbridge to, to watch. I don't know, especially with the team being what it is right now. I don't know. So something to consider. Yeah. Not to mention the traffic going down that Correct. way is, is brutal on any given day. Um, you know, I, I think that to me, the best stadium in the NFL right now that I've been to, like Dallas was always the king. And then I went to Minnesota. Minnesota's awesome. Minnesota's sick. And, and what I love about it 
is it is very distinctly the Viking stadium. Because yeah. even and part of this is just because the Cowboys colors are pretty bland and neutral. Like yeah. they're silver and blue, like a very plain silver and a very plain blue. So everything is like Cowboys colors, but it feels like it's a very neutral, whatever stadium. Um, now you're in there on game day and like, you're aware it's the Cowboys stadium, yeah. but like with the Vikings, they have the ship and everything's purple. And like the stadium itself is very cool. Cause it's right downtown. It's and then the they, like you said, a have a kind of, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's amazing. And then the practice facility for them is on the outside of town. I think right. it's in Eden, Minnesota or something oh, like right. that. Mm-hmm. So same kind of thing. It's, that's interesting to hear you say though, because I always thought of it as like, I would hate if I was a player having to drive an hour on game day to the stadium, but there, I, I actually, you know, I never thought of it like, like the way you put it where it's like, Oh, this is something a little different and unique. Yeah. Um, so. and some guy, and, I, and I, that was a unique thing to me. Maybe that's because I came up in Washington. And that's what my process mm-hmm. looked like. Hey, on on Friday or Saturday night, you're getting on a bus. You're going to uh, the harbor. You're going to stay downtown. You know, you're going to have your meetings there. Get in the hotel. Good night's sleep, and then up, you know, up the next day. And that was just kind of how I operated. So when I went to San Francisco for the first time, game day felt exactly like regular day. You know what I mean? It was such a it, yeah. there was no variation, and it was really hard for me to kind of gear up for game day because the 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 drive was the same. The parking was the same. Everything was the same. So having something a little different, um, I, I think it's nice. But again, I'm, I might be in the minority there. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's, that's really interesting. And that's good perspective.